What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 41 of the Having Report podcast. I am Brad Mines, your host. The price of Bitcoin is approximately 33,000 US dollars or 42,000 Canadian dollars. There are currently 6.25 Bitcoins rewarded to miners every 10 minutes, which will be halved to 3.125 in and around May of 2024. The four-year halving cycle creates dramatic supply shock to the market that can't keep up with demand. Demand for Bitcoin is what keeps the price pumping forever, and that is what exactly what Bitcoin was designed to do. If you want to join our journey to financial freedom and start accumulating the most scarce asset in the world has ever known, please follow our podcast, The Having Report, and you can click our exchange links below to get you started. Today, we have the Director of Operations of my favorite crypto exchange in Canada, Brandon Skirka. Everybody welcome Brandon of Canadian crypto exchange BitBuy to the show. You've been chasing Wall Street bets? Uh, it's pretty crazy, like what's been going on. I've just been more like following the story, reading some of the subreddit, but I haven't bought any GameStop stock or anything like that. Yeah, no, I'm just watching what's going on too, but uh, it is definitely interesting to watch. Before we get too deep, I just want to you know give the listeners a little bit of context and ask you a little bit about your background before you got into crypto and then how you came sure. across Bitcoin. I graduated from Western University uh, out of London, Ontario in 2014. And I always had an interest in tech and startups and you know always wanted to start my own company one day but i didn't really know how to kind of break into that scene you know i didn't i wasn't ever i didn't take any like computer science courses in university or anything like that but i always had you know had an interest there that was just a passion of mine for a while and i didn't really know how to get into that industry right out of school but i did end up finding a job as a technical recruiter so kind of in line there and i learned a lot in that role as a technical recruiter my job day to day was you know calling people up and asking them to work you know seeing if they'd be interested in these roles at tech companies and calling these people all day and trying to pitch them on these roles and get them interested in this company really in these tech companies really showed showed me how big demand for tech and all these companies you know were hiring and just you know this industry was where I wanted to be so I ended up leaving there while I was still kind of trying to figure things out on like how to get into tech and while I was doing so I joined uh you know a family business. My dad has operated a men's clothing store uh, and clothing business for like 30 years. So kind of he kind of took me under his wing and gave me, you know, he he taught me a lot about like being an entrepreneur and running a business and treating customers right and, and all that stuff. And when I was there, I kind of bent, did a couple small ventures in the clothing uh, business through like some of the connections he had. And while I was there, um, you know, just checking Facebook and keeping in touch with some old friends and this guy who I worked with at the company that I was a technical recruiter at was posting about Bitcoin. And he was one of, you know, the guys I stayed in touch with and one of the guys that, you know, I actually remained friends with. And he was a smart guy and I knew uh, he knew what he was talking about. So I messaged him and I said, what is this Bitcoin stuff? Like, you know, I, I, I was interested in tech and, you know, I kept hearing about it, but I didn't really know anybody at the time who I didn't have a personal relationship with any of the time who like actually knew what, they, knew what it was and could explain to me what it was. So I went over to his place place and you know he gave me a crash course and this was back like in you know 2016 kind of leading up to the ICO boom and yeah like ever since then I was hooked kind of fell down the rabbit hole and you know he like got me started and I just kind of soaked up everything I could all crypto related all bitcoin related eventually you heard of uh, bitby uh in Toronto uh, knew a couple of people who were there getting it started and ended up joining the team uh, in 2017, shortly after like the ICO uh, bubble had burst. And yeah, I've been there ever since. So, you know, it's been quite the wild ride. What did you say you studied at Western? Uh, so I actually graduated Western just with a Bachelor of Arts degree. Okay. Um, and when did you when did you first hear about Bitcoin from your colleague at uh, or your ex-colleague at the talent recruitment? So that would have been when I first heard about it was like end of 2016, like early 2017. So then you said you, you know, you heard a bit 
by in Toronto. Heard of them probably, probably it's been two years or so now. But can you give us an overview of BitBuy and the services it provides? Yeah, so BitBuy is a Canadian cryptocurrency exchange. And we essentially try to make things as simple as possible for Canadians who want to buy cryptocurrency, right? Who want to get into the cryptocurrency market and either turn Canadian dollars into cryptocurrency or turn cryptocurrency into Canadian dollars. And we just, you know, try to be user-friendly and efficient and be that go-to exchange for Canadians. Have you guys seen like a lot of volume trend, like new volume trends in the past year or so with the, in the last quarter of 2020, the explosion of Bitcoin and crypto prices or user bases? Are you guys seeing a lot more influx of users now? Oh yeah, definitely. Things have been pretty crazy uh, the past little bit. I would really say like, you know, right when uh, uh, the coronavirus came to you know, North America and like that whole, you know, everything started with that back in like uh, early 2020. So like probably around March, early March, you know, we really saw an acceleration of our growth with all of the kind of like macro trends that coronavirus, you know, had an impact on cryptocurrencies and alternative investments. Really, really, I just feel like the way in which it was trending kind of just, it was, you know, I feel like a lot of people had a feeling that we were always trending that direction, but with what was going on in the world with coronavirus and like kind of the stimulus and the money printing, we, you know, that definitely had a positive effect on crypto. And we saw a lot of, you know, influx of new users and, and just general interest in Bitcoin and crypto as an alternative asset class. Yeah, definitely. And I've been sending people that ask me about it too. People know I'm obviously really into deep into the space. So uh, I'm always sending them to BitBuy, uh, Canadians anyways. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, no problem, man. I mean, it seems very trustworthy. You guys are very transparent. So, and of course, very uh, user-friendly. Some people entering the, the crypto space that I'm, I'm helping out for the first time are a little bit nervous making their first transfer to BitBuy, making their first yep. crypto purchase. What can you say to help these new users feel a little bit more comfortable? We trust is one of the like key foundations that we try to build the exchange off of. Um, trust is super important and, you know, establishing trust with our consumer is, you know, something that we try to work really hard on and just make sure that that can be there like right away. So we do a couple things to establish that uh, level of trust. And one thing would be, so we are fully, we have a fully, uh, we have an insurance policy on our Bitcoin balances held on BitBuy. So there's a full Bitcoin, there's a full insurance policy there. Any Bitcoin held on BitBuy is insured one-to-one. And we I know on top of that, we are a registered money service business with FinTrack, specifically a virtual asset service provider. We are, like you said, we try to be as transparent as possible. Do have a support team that you can reach out if you have any questions. We make ourselves publicly, you know, we don't like hide, you know, if you can search the team up and if you have any questions, you know, a lot of people can reach out directly to members of the team and, you know, we can definitely have that sort of any conversation to give them that reassurance. But yeah, you know, we just try to be as transparent as possible because we know some crypto companies in Canada um, in the past have had kind of some history there, shaky, shady history. So we just try to set ourselves apart from the pack and really establish that trust right away. Quadric is a big one. When when that went down, I knew, I know numerous people now that were directly uh, using Quadrica when that went down, that was very devastating. So I think, you know, Canadians have been hurt in the past. So it's awesome. Now, one of the next questions I usually get is how do you recommend crypto allocation in terms of percentage into Bitcoin, Ethereum and others? When folks get on BitBuy, they see Bitcoin, but they see Bitcoin Cash, Ethereum, XRP. You know, what what do you tell new people coming into the space? Good question. So I always tell people to obviously do your own research. You know, it's something that there's a lot of you know, information to take in and it depends on what your mind frame is and, you know, how you kind of view 
cryptocurrency as an you know, alternative asset to invest in. I tend to tell people, if you're thinking long-term and you kind of want to set it and forget it and don't want to stare at charts all day and be a day trader, definitely you know, Bitcoin would be your best bet there. But if you are someone who is interested in trading actively and you know, playing the market, there could be a lot of opportunities with some of the other coins. But I guess it would really depend on your time preference. Bitcoin is the king for a reason and definitely would suggest to have you know, the majority of your portfolio there. But I always just tell people, do your own research and see what really jumps out at you. And also kind of considering, you know, your time preference just to kind of get, uh, to get started, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I kind of tell people the same way, unless you're, you know, actively day trading, you can pay attention to the stuff all day long, mm-hmm. just acquire Bitcoin. Right, uh, for sure. I, you know, I don't want to take any risk in front for other people that don't know what they're doing. <laughs> for sure. With the recent legality issues for Ripple's coin, XRP, many exchanges have stopped the trading of the asset. Are there any challenges for XRP in Canada yet? And what is Bitbuy's reaction to the SEC lawsuit? So it's something we're monitoring very closely and something that a lot of our users have asked us about because, you know, it's an American. What's going on is it's American uh, lawsuit with the SEC. We haven't taken the same action that some of the American-based exchanges have. You know, so we haven't delisted it. We haven't, you know, we're still, people can still trade it on Bitbuy. We are, but we are monitoring it very closely and we'll make sure to give it any notice if anything changes there. But yeah, it's just something we're kind of just keeping our eye on. And if anything progresses, we'll let our users know there. Earlier, you were talking about things that kind of really kicked off when in the beginning of COVID, when all these different things started happening. If you were to pick one of the single most impactful thing to happen to Bitcoin and crypto in the past while, or maybe say in 2020, what would you say that is? It's funny because we've kind of had like two bursts of demand that we've seen. So one, like I mentioned earlier, was you know, kind of like the start of COVID, at least in you know North America. And then the second burst was when PayPal listed uh, crypto trading. So they let, you know, they let their users buy, uh, you know, Bitcoin and, you know, a couple other of the top cryptos. I think that really gave Bitcoin, not that it really needed it for, you know, people who knew what it was and believed in it, but for more so like the general public, like the normies who didn't really know too much about Bitcoin and kind of still saw it as something that is you know, maybe, you know, not super mainstream, but really gave it that boost of confidence for people who were kind of on the edge. So definitely PayPal getting into the space and becoming a player really, you know, we saw a huge boost after that as well. And I actually still feel like we're kind of in that wave where PayPal got in the space and we were seeing all these other institutions jump in, whether it be Square or MicroStrategy, you know, we're kind of still riding that wave, I feel like. Yeah, PayPal is definitely huge in my eyes as well. My next question is around custody services. One of the questions, again, I get for new people is, should they go with cold storage or should they go with custodial storage? Now, I know a lot of it's, you know, personal preference and your level of comfortability with technical products. But would you say for the average person, you know, is cold storage something they should aspire to? And if so, in a certain percentage, if what would you recommend there? Great question. And it's always something that I think, you know, people should work their way towards. But if you are new, maybe you're not the most tech new to crypto and maybe you're not the most tech savvy person, it can, you know, there's a learning curve there. And for cold storage, like, you know, hardware wallets specifically, even for someone like myself, who, when I first got started uh, with crypto, I did buy a ledger and eventually move my stuff there, but it did take me a while to figure it out. So for someone who, you know, is new to crypto and might not be super technically savvy, it can be intimidating. And there is a big risk that they might not set it up properly. Maybe they didn't store their seed words, or, you know, maybe they reset it by accident. Um, So storing your crypto on an exchange while you kind of learn how to operate a hardware wallet and really understand how it works 
and you know back it up securely and everything i think is a good process you know there are a lot of exchanges out there like bitbuy that do have you know insurance policies in place and you know, i feel like th- there's been a lot of progress there in terms of like you know leaving crypto on an exchange um, but at the end of the day one of the main pillars of bitcoin would be kind of that self sovereignty and and you know being your own bank so to speak so i do think it is something that people should work their way towards eventually you know having that cold storage option at least if you're just going to hold on to it be a hodler you know cold storage should be something that most people should get comfortable with if they're going to be holding crypto and bitcoin do you have any favorite books that speak to bitcoin or or possibly news articles or media websites so i like the block in terms of it's like general industry general industry uh news so the block is definitely something a website i visit a lot in terms of books another canadian uh, named jesse Berger put out a book called magical internet money i believe it's called you can check it out on amazon it's a great book you know definitely good if you want to like learn more about bitcoin specifically so yeah those two the stuff that i've uh, you know i read the block pretty often and that's one of the probably the latest Bitcoin book I read there. Do you have any final comments before we wrap it up? If not, maybe you can let us know where to follow you on social. Well, yeah, you can find me on Twitter, but you can find me at bitby underscore Brandon. And yeah, you know, if you're a Canadian and you are interested in getting into crypto game and you know you want to start investing, check out bitby.ca. We are here to make things easy as possible for you and get you started into crypto. And if you have any questions about Bitby or crypto in general, you can reach out to me directly. My DMs are open on Twitter, so you can you know shoot me. DM there, DM there. We can uh, have a conversation. Okay, everybody, blow up Brandon's DMs on Twitter <laughs> and get and buy Bitcoin. Awesome, sure, man. Thanks for your time. Thanks for coming out of the show, Brandon. Thanks, Brad. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. It's awesome. Thanks for listening to the Having Report podcast. Show your support by liking and subscribing to the show, and check out the show notes if you want to learn more about Bitcoin and possibly make your first investment into the space. 